Flintcliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flintcliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781. Eichelberger Farms presents the Waco Warriors on Round Guy Radio. We got Coach Edeker. Coach, you got a nice little win this weekend. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Uh, Yeah. Uh, you know, our boys came back and responded really well, uh, you know, after their first loss. And, and HOV just happened to be the team that, that, that got the brunt of, of their uh, response. Uh, HOV's young. They started three freshmen against us, which is, you know, not real good. We, we start all juniors and seniors. We, we you know, we're, we're very lucky to have uh, some upperclassmen that are some upper classes that are a lot of kids. You know, we can play our, our juniors and seniors on varsity and our sophomores and JV. And, uh, you know, they just were a little overmatched. But I thought our kids did a really good job of, of executing. They came out with a little a little bit of a junk defense against us. They ran two defensive ends, and then uh, their nose stood up at about a yard, yard and a half from the ball and, and moved uh, inside all over the place, didn't line up the same place twice, was always trying to slant one direction or another. And, you know, it took our kids about a drive and a half, two drives to, to figure that out. And then once they did, we were we were good to go. And we you know, we got some big runs. Uh, Loudon and, and uh, Reese and Clayton all had runs over 30 yards for touchdowns. Uh, you know, did a nice job of the line getting holes and, and not really getting touched until they got to the secondary. And, you know, we just we just played back to the wake of football that we should have. Uh, you know, and HLV, they were – they, like I said, they were young, but they were they were full of uh, full of effort. Those freshmen gave a lot of effort. Uh, you know, they had some upperclassmen that played hard too. But um, you know, we just did a nice job of, of executing defensively. We were very stout. Um, you know, our, our front, our little triangle that we talk about with with uh, Colton and Chase and and uh, Loudon in the middle. You know, that little triangle did a great job of of getting to the ball and, and causing disruption and. You know, and then the rest of the guys just fill in, too. You know, those are our three main guys, our three leaders, our three captains on there. And the rest of the guys fill in, but those guys sort of set the tone. Well, uh, let's just kind of go over the game, uh, start with the defense. Just tell me what, uh, who was performing, who was getting some turnovers, uh, uh, who was making some good third down set tackles and, and the whole deal. Yeah, they uh, they wanted to run strong. And, you know, our strong end, uh, Chase Waterhouse was playing strong end for us. And he did a really nice job. He had three tackles for losses, a sack, a safety. Um, he was in the backfield all night. Uh, him and Colton were meeting at the quarterback uh, constantly. Their quarterback did a really nice job of, of getting rid of the ball, threw the ball away, uh, and didn't get sacked. I think maybe once. I think Chase had a sack, I said. But, I mean, for the most part, uh, did a good job of getting the ball thrown away. But those two were, were applying pressure from the outside. Um you know, our two linebackers, Reese and, and Joel on the outside, did a great job of, of coming up. I mean, and they had like four completed passes, and and one of them was for minus yards when was Reese was right there on them. Uh, you know, we just did a really nice job of, of defending it. Uh, you know, I think our varsity, you know, our varsity kids in, in three quarters gave about seven yards of, of rushing and, and 17 yards passing and, and, you know, just really dominated the game. They were, they did a great job. Well, uh, you mentioned Reese Oswald on both offense and defense here. Uh, um, Scotty Melvin just keeps iterating over and over to me how important he is to your team uh, um, and that he plays a lot of roles that maybe don't pile up a lot of stats. 
but he's making a huge impact on the team. Could you go over a little bit of what he's talking yeah. about? No, that's exactly correct. He plays a lot. He plays both tight ends for us. We have a strong and a weak tight end, and he plays both of those. He's our backup quarterback. He's our backup running back. Uh, you know, we use him in numerous places. That's on offense, on defense. You know, he can play both outside linebackers, does a great job of covering, was a corner for us last year. And we asked him to move down and play outside backer this year. And he does a really nice job at that, the backer position. And he can go out and cover a slot if he has to. And, you know, he just, you know, he's a quiet kid and, and just goes around and performs his jobs and, and, and does what he's supposed to. Well, uh, let's flip it over the offensive side and start with the offensive line. Well, the offensive line, you know, like I said, they took a little bit to get, uh, to get going. Uh, they, that, 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 I never would have thought to, to, to prepare them for, for that defense. Um, and, you know, once they got that figured out, they were, they were much better. I mean, uh, Chase and, and Brian inside on their double teams did a really nice job of, of, of figuring that out. Um, you know, we, we ended up going the wrong way a little bit to start with. We were down blocking and we don't want to down block. We want to, we want to, you know, push to the play side and, and they finally figured that out and, you know, Colton Lichty plays our our, uh, our weak tight end, which is basically a guard for us on the backside, and he did a nice job of of, of sealing the backside when we want to when we want to run our our um, our quarterback keep on the backside. And you know, and Owen and, and Reese did a nice job on the strong side too. Like I said, you know, we, we put up two hundred and ninety some yards rushing. Um, it wasn't just all those guys. We had our JV guys got some time in, and and, and we got some some decent yardage there too. You know, we, we, we had a real solid night from start to finish. Yeah. Well, uh, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about that Waco ground and pound game. Yeah. They just, you know, we, we're going to try to run first. You know, people are going to stack the box. Uh, we'll, we'll try to try to get as much on the ground as possible. You know, when we're, when we're the most successful though, we're, we're balanced and we can, we can throw play action off of it. And, you know, we we looked really good doing that the first couple of weeks, and the last couple of weeks we we haven't completed as many. So we're, you know, we're going to work on that in practice this week and, and try to make sure that we're we're staying balanced. Uh, you know, as a coach, I like to run the ball, but I also understand that if we don't stay balanced, people stack the box against us, and it really really makes it tough on us. So, you know, we'll continue to work on the play action pass, and and hopefully that'll come around too. Yeah, I think that's a great uh, 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 weapon. For Waco, we're certain uh, uh, because of their, you know, so so much focus on the run that play action is really going to work for you, uh, uh, and I think it has at times this year really opened up some big big uh, scoring and, and just big yardage and third down conversions that you needed. Uh, let's talk a little bit about third down conversions. Uh, uh, how's the team doing on third down conversions? Honestly, I haven't tracked it too much. Uh, I think we didn't. We haven't punted very much. So I think we're, we're either getting first downs on first and second down or, or we're making them. Um, you know, there's a little stat in our, in our, in our stat booklet that always, that always pops that up and shows that, but I never really pay much attention to it. It's, you know, we, we don't focus on it in practice. We just work on and getting better on each of our plays. And, and I, 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 I honestly, that's one of those things I couldn't tell you. That's one. You got me on that one. I usually have a, an answer <laughs> for everything you got, but I, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't respond to that. Well, you, you probably uh, spend less time on third downs than most coaches come to uh, uh, recent memory uh, anyway. Well, uh, uh, special teams. Our special teams are coming around. We're, we're, you know, Colton's punting the ball a little better. He's, we're, we're letting him take more than a step. We were, we were in a, you know, we're, we're letting him get more, uh, 
caught up underneath himself. You know, our kickoff returns doing really well. Uh, Gage and and Isaac back on kickoff return. It doesn't matter which guy catches it. Uh, you know, we're getting really good positive yards. We haven't busted one yet. We did we did bust when our JV was out there and um, Hayden Shellman, a freshman, and took a touch a kickoff back for a touchdown for us last night or Friday night. Uh, you know, that was that was big. Uh, you know, kept us kept the momentum going in our favor and. But, you know, in our varsity return, those Gage and, and Isaac are doing a great job back there. They, they're they not very big, but, boy, they're, they're quick and they're they're fast. And then they get the ball and they get positive yards, and, and it really gets us in the right direction. And, you know, in our punt return, too, we got Clayton Miller back on our punt return. And, you know, he let one drop last week and roll. But after that, you know, we, we made sure he got underneath it. And he makes sure he gets every ball caught and, and gets some positive yards on it. And we're, and we're doing a nice job there. So, you know, special teams are sort of forgotten about sometimes in eight man. I think our kids do a really good job with them. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it plays big in the games. It's getting that twos and ones and and threes. You know, uh, that mm-hmm. that could really wind up being a big deal at the end of the game. Uh, um, well, uh, is there anything else about this game you want to talk about? No, I thought you know we we like I said we we played really well and then, and we did what we were supposed to do. I mean, you know, obviously we were favored. At, at three and one and they were all and four. So, you know, we were favored to be in that, to win that. And, you know, it just, it, it went the way it was supposed to. Well, you don't have to play uh, uh, one of the top two teams in the league every week. Uh, no, but your schedule exactly. uh, had you playing a lot of ranked teams. I think you played at least three, haven't you? I could be, I don't, yeah. you have to ask my assistant coaches that I don't follow the ring. Yeah, you you definitely do. don't. Uh, but uh, uh, you do Keep your team, uh, keep your nose in the grindstone, keep your team moving forward every week. Well, uh, Scotty Melvin says that you're facing a pretty talented team this week. Who do you got, uh, and, and uh, what are we going to do to be successful against this bunch? Well, we got Eastern Valley coming down, and they're, you know, they got a, they got a good trip. It's, it's about two and 15, two and a half hours down here. And, um, you know, they're, they're going to score some points. You know, they have some athletes. They do a really nice job of, of spreading the ball around. They, they have a couple different receivers that catch the ball. And I mean, they have two kids that have 25 catches on the year already. So in four games to have 25 catches, that's, that's quite a bit. And, you know, they, they put up 76 last week and they've put up 40 some and, and 50 some the other two weeks, I think. So, um, you know, they're going to put some points up. So it's going to be a challenge to our past defense. We're going to have to, to make sure we're in the right position and, and break on balls and make tackles when they do catch it. We know they're going to catch the ball. It's, you know, they're, they're too good of an offensive team not to catch the ball. Some we're just going to have to make tackles at the time. Um, you know, they're going to run the ball. Some they, they run a freshman running back, uh, very similar to what HLV did last week. So, I mean, they will run some, but they're not going to focus on the run. They're going to be a, a more of a pass team. Uh, you know, I'd say they're, they're, they're not 50, 50, they're probably 60, 40 pass to run. So, you know, we will be ready for the run, but we got to be able to stop the pass. That's the big part this week. Yeah, well, um, it's it's going to be an exciting week. Uh, this this is a conference game or a district uh, no, game? No, this is our this is our uh, one non district or this, our second non district game. We had Fremont Mills to start the year, and then these guys are in they're in the district north of us. Okay, that's why I was just kind of wondering about that because sometimes these districts get confuse me as to why they it's like nobody has a globe or something uh, figure out what <laughs> things are, but. Uh, well, coach, uh, the game is seven o'clock. Uh, no curtain raiser or nothing, is there? Actually, this is we're a little different this week because it's so far away. We normally play a JV junior high doubleheader on Monday, but neither school really wanted their junior high traveling two and a half hours on a Monday night. So, um, 
a Friday night's a little different because they're probably coming to the varsity game anyway. So we're going to play a junior high game at five o'clock. Oh, I love it. Gonna, then we're going to play the varsity game at seven or a little after, depending on how long the first one takes. Oh, I love so, it. I love uh, it. So yeah, we haven't, uh, Waco's not done this. I mean, since I've been here, we haven't done a, a double header on a, on a Friday night with the varsity. So, you know, it's sort of cool for the junior high kids to get out on the field and, and play. You know, it's our, it's homecoming this week and our parades at four thirty, and the parade ends right at the school. So you guys can go to the parade. People can go to the parade and they can just walk right in and watch the junior high game from, from five to, to six thirty or so and, and stop at the concession stand and get one of those great pork burgers we got. Uh, and then stick around for the varsity game. It should be a, a, a good good night of, of Waco football. I love the, the port. So it's homecoming, doubleheader, uh, two for the price of one, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Uh, wow, that's a great deal. I, I, um, what's the deal with the JV and, and, and the, the, the lowest grades uh, support? Um, you look in the stands, and I mean, they're packed. Uh, um, the whole community, they, they really, I, I really, really enjoyed my time over there watching the JV play. Uh, uh, what, what, I mean, the, the, the community extends their love beyond just the varsity, don't they? They do. We get a lot of people there. And, you know, it doesn't hurt the fact that, you know, we have 36 kids out. And, you know, we got 13 of those that are, we consider varsity, varsity only that, you know, that don't get any, that they get varsity time only. And so the other 23 uh, are on the JV squad. So, you know, not only do you have a lot of kids out there, so you get a lot of parents that come, but there's, you know, we're, we're a pretty tight knit community and there's a lot of grandparents and a lot of, a lot of family that come and watch kids play. And, you know, coach Meth and coach Sutton do a, a, a nice job of getting, you know, pretty much everybody. And there's a few kids that don't get in because of mispractices or, or other things that happen. But for the most part, they do a good job of getting all the kids in and playing and, and making sure the kids are having a positive experience and, you know, the fans come out and support that they see that, you know, we haven't, we haven't been able to, to break through on the JV level yet and get a win. We've, we've been close and we've played some tight games. We tied Winfield uh, 30 to 30 uh, two weeks ago. And, you know, we played English Valley this Monday night and, and we had a good game. We just weren't able to win it, which, you know, don't know, we all want to win, but I, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with the way our, our coaches are handling, our kids are handling, our kids are upbeat. They, you know, they come back to practice the next day and want to get better and, it's just uh, they're doing a good job, yeah. But you put a lot of points on the board for a JV squad, that's for certain. And uh, but um, Easton Valley Friday night sounds like it's going to be a good crowd because of the, this extra game. I, I would imagine there'll be a lot more people that will make the trip than wouldn't uh, uh, if they hadn't had this, this, the, the the JV game or the junior high game. I guess is correct. Yep, I'm, I'm hoping there's a good crowd with homecoming. You know, we always get a bunch of people back for homecoming art. Our alumni do a nice job of coming back and seeing what's going on. And so, yeah, we should have a really good crowd. It should be a great atmosphere and, you know, come out and enjoy it. Well, coach, uh, if the creeks don't rise and uh, uh, the river comes down a little uh, and my uh, uh, grandson don't arrive here in the middle of uh, a Friday night, I might come over there and uh, check that out myself. That'd be good. We'll see you then. I got a baby coming sometime between now and then. I'm hoping uh, today. Congratulations. That'd be good. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for being with us, Coach. Yep. Talk to you later, Dave. Flintcliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flintcliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781.